You're listening to Canada's Court, your home for all your Canadian basketball needs. Here's your host, Philip Drost. Well, it was a big weekend in Halifax, Nova Scotia. The Canadian men's national team had its first ever FIBA World qualifying game on home soil. On November 24th, Canada went up against the Bahamas as part of the first round in a new qualifying system for FIBA, a system similar to how FIFA runs things. I went to Halifax for the game, of course. I had to make the trip. This episode will feature many people involved with the game, from Joel Anthony to assistant coach Michael Meeks and executive vice president Rowan Barrett. But first, here's Mickey Fox. He did play-by-play for the game. He's a former basketball star from St. Mary's University in Halifax. He'll set the stage for the start of this qualifying tournament. Well, don't know a lot about the Bahamas. Uh, they're uh, a young team, I know that. Uh, not really known on the international scene. Uh, two or three good players. Uh, one kid played at Texas, a guy by the name of Shaquille Clear, a big 6'9 kid that's uh, certainly got to be dealt with. And there's uh, Torres Cox, who's a shooting guard that's pretty good. Uh, Canada is, uh, you know, obviously going to be the hometown and the favorite. Uh, you know, they've got two former NBA players in Anthony Bennett and Joel Anthony. So, uh, you know, those two kids can play. Brady Heslip is, uh, you know, probably one of the greatest shooters in the country right now or, you know, maybe even in the world. He's just a natural scorer. Uh, I, I, I like what they've got in the backcourt. they got O'Hanlon, the kid from BC who can play, and both Thomas and Phil Scrub, who I've seen play quite a bit in this very building with uh, Carlton Raven. So, you know, I, I, I'd like to see Canada play well. I think the toughest part's going to be about it all is they've only been together for maybe four or five days. So what type of basketball are you going to see? Uh, you know, obviously I think it starts with, and I, and I know the Canadian side is going to say, look guys, if we play defense and rebound, we're going to be in this game. You know, we haven't played together, not everybody knows one another, so uh, you know, I'll have to wait and see on that one. Now tell me about the significance of uh, these games, what's going on? Well, uh, you need a mathematician actually to figure out the whole schedule. FIBA's come up with a new formula, which I think is similar to what they do in, in uh, FIFA, in, in, in soccer, and it's given an opportunity for teams to play in their own country. Uh, I know that the Canada, I don't know what the uh, schedule is uh, for the Bahamas, but I know Canada leaves on Sunday to put, go down to Dominican to play, so it's kind of a home series for Canada tonight and then down there to play a game. Uh, and then they play again a couple of games in, in, I think it's January, February. We'll have two more home-and-home home games uh, with their opponents. I, I'm not 100% sure if Mexico's in their side or not. And then, uh, you know, from there they go into June. And so it's a qualifying thing, as I said. You know, and I, I guess basically the easiest way to say it is just you've got to take one game at a time. You've got to win this one at home, then take care of business on the road. And Canada in the past, over the past couple of years, has had some uh, problems in these qualifying uh, games. How important is just taking care of every win that you can? Well, that's it. You know, again, the Bahamas, you know, I wouldn't say they're a top 25 team in the, in the world, but that doesn't mean they're not going to come out here playing. So Canada cannot afford to lose this game. This is a big game for them. Uh, again, we, we just mentioned that they haven't been together a lot, but you know what? It's a matter of, of it's a basketball game. The hoop's 10 feet. Okay, there's one ball, you got to get out there, you got to play defense, you got to rebound, share the ball offensively, and I think Canada will be fine. And you talked about it earlier, how sweet is it that we get to see a game on uh, home soil? Well, that, that, that's a really the benefit. I, I don't know where the rest of the schedule goes, but I'm sure happy that Halifax got the first game. You know, this is probably the basketball capital of the country. Uh, you know, they've supported the CIS. Uh, for 25 years, and it, it just, uh, for some reason, basketball and Nova Scotia just go hand in hand. 
That was Mickey Fox, former basketball star at St. Mary's University. And as he mentioned, Canada did not have a whole lot of time to get their team in sync. Here's assistant coach and manager of youth and player development, Michael Meeks. You know, it's been really, it's been really great. Um, the guys have been locked in. They're excited to be here. Some of them, it's, uh, it's a while since they've had an opportunity to play for their country. So, you know, it's, it's great for them to feel that pride to come home and, and take time away from their seasons uh, to do that. And what are, what are the kind of stuff you've been uh, working on here? You don't have too much time. Right, we don't have too much time, so it's basically just like layering in our systems, uh, offensive systems and defensive systems to get them quickly uh, integrated into what we want them to do uh, tonight. And yeah, as we said, not too many people. Do you have, a, what's the kind of trick to making sure that you, uh, you get all these guys who haven't really played that much together to be uh, one team here? Keep it simple. Yeah, let's keep it simple. You don't want to put in, you know, a ton of offenses and and these players, they're, you know, they're experienced. They've been playing a while, some of them, and, and it's almost like you just got to put them in situations to be successful. And for listeners who might not understand the importance of this uh, qualifying uh, tournament here, could you, or part qualifying game here, could you tell me about that? Well, now there's, you know, different windows that, that all add up to you qualifying for the world championship and then eventually going on to qualify for the Olympic Games. Um, this is just the first leg of that process. And what's it like to get to play that first leg here in Canada? It's great. You know, there's nothing better than to kick off the momentum when you have your home crowd behind you supporting you. And uh, Bahamas, they're going to be a tough, gritty opponent. So we're going to need that support to just like make sure we do what we have to do tonight. Have you had a chance to watch much of their their gameplay or anything like that? Um, we've watched as much as we could, as, as much as we could find. Um, the last time their team was really together, I think, was 2016-17 at the center basket. Um, so we, we took as much as we could from that. There's seven new players, so they're and they've never played for their their country before. So it's uh, it's not easy to see. You know, they might try new things. They might go with the old. It's, it's really up in the air at this point. Now you've had your fair share of experience and uh, success uh, at this level, winning a silver and a bronze medal. What kind of knowledge are you imparting on, on these players? Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely the process, you know, taking things one step at a time, being mindful, focusing on the, the little details They'll, and the big things will take care of the rest. Um, even down to just being able to come in here and, and get rest and, and be energized to go through a practice and go through a game. It's, it, there's a lot of stuff that experience lends uh, or helps um, so that you can be successful in these situations. And how important is it going to be to start off this whole process with a, with a W? Uh, extremely important. It's momentum. You know, and this game is, is, is a lot of it at this stage is, is it's about a momentum and um, being at home and having an opponent like the Bahamas, it's it's going to set us off in the right foot. And I think it feels like this uh, this team now. You're you're playing without a lot of obviously because of the schedule. A lot of NBA players aren't able to play in it, but there's still quite a talented pool. What does that say about uh, Canadian basketball? Um, that's one of the things I think we should really be proud of is is the the size of our depth pool, and it's just going to get deeper and deeper as the years go on. We have 
a lot of players overseas even that are you know playing at a high high level Euroleague three or four players and the NBA obviously um, but we could always go down and reach down and get players that a have played for us in the past whether it be a junior or a cadet team or a student games or university games team so we'll, this experience or this sort of environment won't be too unfamiliar to them and tell me about the schedule uh, going forward you got a bit of a trip yet yeah, it was immediately after this game, I think we're out of here at 3 in the morning to, to head to the Dominican Republic for, for that game, which will not be easy. But, you know, we have to do what we have to do. That was team assistant coach Michael Meeks. You heard him talking about the depth of the talent pool here. Well, I brought that same question to Rowan Barrett. To you uh, dedicated Canadian basketball fans, he's the executive vice president and assistant general manager of the seniors men's team. But to the average Canadian sports fan, he's probably known as R.J. Barrett's father, a five-star recruit who recently committed to Duke and this summer helped the men's U19 team beat the U.S. and win gold. I asked Rowan Barrett about the effect that tournament has on the rest of the Canadian program. In the, in the past four years, that team has had a 850 winning percentage, uh, but we just haven't been able to get through that final game, perform on demand in the quarterfinal. Yeah, you know, and, and our team was fine. We were able to do that finally. And so there's been some trial and error. Um, but finally, uh, for once, Canada sits, you know, at the top of the world. Um, you know, never just never had that really in um, women or men or any age level. So clearly it was a, a poignant moment for us, one we want to build off of and continue to grow and find that cutting edge consistently. Um, and hopefully it, 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 it bodes for hopefully what's going to come in the future, right, as we continue to push those athletes all the way up and, and work together with what we already have, our players getting experience now. You know, and I feel like in the past we went into tournaments sometimes, some of our top players were 22 years old. You know, I mean, no one wins internationally at, with 22-year-olds as their starters, uh, as their five starters. It just doesn't usually happen. Um, not seen that happen in the past four Olympics. Um, so um, now with our players kind of coming into, into their own, um, having players kind of finding their way in the NBA, finding their way in Europe, um, finding their way through college, being the mainstays, you know, in college, like a Dylan Brooks, for example, at Oregon and what he did last year, you feel like um, we'll have enough depth, hopefully, to, to be able to push and, and get the job done. And I was going to mention the depth. I mean, no NBA players because of the schedule, but you're still, still a pretty talented pool here. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think, you know, the one, you know, a misnomer somehow is that, you know, just because you're in the NBA means that you're going to play on our team and you're going to uh, be a part of making the best team. Uh, that's just not, you know, it's not an actuality. Obviously, they're, they're great players and they're doing great, great things. Um, but you have to form a team that has cohesion and, you know, you have to have some guys that just want to grind down low and throw an elbow. You know what I mean? You have to have some guys that just want to play defense and just, you know, and, and do that. And so, you know, you have to figure out what's the best actual team. And so uh, we're also looking at this opportunity. Um, while we need every game means something, we need to win all of our games, um, as many as we can. At the same time, we want to look at players, you know, who could potentially, you know, give us something, you know, come the summertime when all the rest of, the rest of our players in September and June, when all the rest of our players come back in. How do we mix it all together and make the best possible team for Canada to give us the best chance to win? And what does it mean to get to play this one uh, on home soil here in Canada? It's very rare, right? Very rare. I mean, we, we haven't played uh, here since 94, really, in an official senior men's FIBA competition. Uh, you know, I mean, we had the 
Pan Am Games uh, in 2015 and 99, but uh, I mean, this is a FIBA qualifier for the Worlds. Uh, uh, we are so accustomed to having the fans screaming at us, you know, playing uh, on a, on a, in, a, in a hostile environment. And so uh, hopefully it'll be good for a change for the other team to feel the, the hostility. And, um, you know, hopefully we can play a little bit with the wind at our backs and uh, all that will be helpful. Hopefully we have a raucous crowd tonight. That was Executive Vice President and Assistant General Manager of Canada Basketball, Rowan Barrett. And one of the players who has been on this team for a while now during this growth is Joel Anthony. He's played many games for the men's national team and also has a plenty of professional experience with two NBA championships with the Miami Heat. As a side note, my voice won't be the only one asking questions in what we in the media biz call a scrum. Alan April, friend of the program and journalist for CTV, is the other voice there. Just tell me a bit about how uh, practice has been going so far here. Uh, I think it's been good. You know, uh, we've uh, obviously been uh, don't have as much time as uh, as we'd want, but you know, everyone's in the same boat. Uh, I think we're doing a good job of uh, getting. Uh, you know, getting on the same page, getting on the same page right now and making sure we, uh, we're, we're all uh, dialed in into the game plan in terms of what we want to do and how we want to play. Um, so uh, I feel, you know, also uh, with some of the guys coming back from that group in uh, uh, September, uh, you know, it's, uh, it definitely helped. So, uh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, speed up the, the learning curve. And tell me a bit about your role on the team. You've got a lot of uh, national team experience. What kind of knowledge are you imparting upon the, some of the younger players? Uh, you know, it's, it's just a, a lot of everything, you know, just in terms of uh, my, my experiences, uh, you know, playing professional, obviously with the national team, uh, just, you know, throughout the years, uh, in terms of what it's like playing in these type of games, the importance of them, uh, the importance of all the, you know, the possessions. You, you know, we have a younger group here that uh, you know ha- hasn't played as much uh, at the at the senior team level um, the men's level so uh, it's uh, I-, I think it's important for me to you know try to try to be more vocal you know in terms of uh, well, what you know well, what we have to do as a group and you know but it's been stuff on and off the court you know just uh, just, just trying to help out as much as I can any way I can you know whether it's whether it's on the court off the court in the locker room uh, you know just trying to you know uh, pass on as much as uh, my knowledge to you know help us get better what do you mean by off off the court like give me give me an example uh you know like off the court in terms of you know uh stuff in terms of guys taking care of their bodies uh you know how to how to get proper rest for for these type of tournaments uh um you know and uh just just in in general like talking to some of the guys you know you, you have guys uh that uh, that that often you know will talk to me, ask me questions. You know the younger guys want to, you know they they, they want to know, uh, you know how, how how things are, you know being a professional, and uh, I try to try to help them uh, as much as I can. You know I love being able to, you know help these guys and wanna I want to see them all be successful. Joel, I know uh, you've been a veteran of the program, but talk about this opportunity to have a qualifying game that that matters on Canadian soil. What what do you expect that experience to be like tonight? I think it's going to be great. You know, I'm really, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, it's been a, it's been a while since we've uh, played, uh, uh, at least me, me personally, to, to play in Canada. You know, for, uh, for, for a game in FIBA. You know, I know we had the Pan Am Games here, which is, which isn't FIBA, but uh, you know, it's probably just been some, some exhibition games that we've played here. So to have a, a game that, that matters and that, that, that counts uh, 
for, for, for something that we're trying to achieve. Uh, I, I think it's great. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm here. The turnout is going to be uh, really good. And uh, this, uh, you know, the, the energy that, that we're expecting, uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be able to, you know, bring us to a win. And, uh, you know, the really interesting makeup of this, this team here, guys from all over the world, uh, young guys, some more experienced guys like yourself. Um, how, how about the opportunity for, for some of these younger guys who are just getting their professional career started to, to represent the national team, you know, with the absence of, of the NBA players available? Uh, what kind of launching point can that be for their careers? I think it's a great opportunity for them. You know, it's a great opportunity for, for these guys to, you know, not, not, all, not, not only, you know, the main goal is to, you know, win as a program and, and see uh, uh, Canada basketball, uh, you know, become, you know, extremely successful uh, on the world stage, but, you know, also uh, individually, you know, the, this type of experience is, is only going to help, you know, these, uh, these guys. So for them to make the sacrifices to, uh, to take the time and, and, and put in this, uh, this extra work and, uh, and uh, have another opportunity to compete, you know, for them, I, I think is, is only going to help them uh, in the long run in, uh, in their careers and, uh, you know, whether it's professionally and, you know, as well with the national team. Awesome. And why, why is this important to you to continue to play for the national team? You've been on the team uh, many years now. Why is that something that's a priority for you? Uh, you know, there, there's a couple of different reasons. You know, uh, one, one is pride. You know, I, I love uh, I love the opportunity to uh, to, to play for uh, my, uh, my my country. You know, it's uh, you know I've, I've had reasons that I've. I couldn't have couldn't have been here. I've could have made excuses that, and you know that that would have been legitimate. You know, not to come, but it's uh, it, it's, it is something that is important to me to be able to play for my country and um, also the competition. You know, I love uh, the opportunity to be able to compete. Um, you know, I, I just you know I, I love basketball. That's why I continue to do it. So to to have this uh, this opportunity. So not only do I get to compete, but I get to you know play uh, play for my country and. and you know these, you know, extremely meaningful games. Um, it's, you know, I, it's it's hard for me personally to, to to say no to something like that. That was Joel Anthony, senior member of the men's national team. And as you probably know by now, Canada did pull off the convincing win against the Bahamas. Owen Clausen was one of the top players in the win, and it shouldn't come as a surprise. Clausen played not far from Halifax at Acadia University. This was his first time representing the senior men's national team. Here's Owen Clausen in the media scrum after the game. And once again, you'll also hear from CTV journalist Alan April asking some great questions. Any opportunity you get is just awesome. I mean, uh, as soon as I got the call, obviously I jumped on the opportunity. And I know a ton of guys are coming from eight-hour flights, 13-hour flights. Like, guys are coming from all over the world to play for this. And I know that there's a ton of guys who didn't get the opportunity and would kill for the opportunity. So it's just, it's really special to me. How about the opportunity to share front court with a guy like Joel Anthony, a two-time NBA champion? What, what kind of tips and stuff did he tell you in training camp this Yeah, week? for sure. I'm just, I'm just trying to watch him and, and learn what he does. Like, he's, he's a veteran and he's a good leader too, so I'm just trying to learn as much as I can from him. What's it going to take uh, to keep the success, the success going through the rest of the qualifiers? I think we need to just come out with the same intensity that we had in the first the first half. Um, we came out and we really executed what we wanted to, and we got we got up right away. And I think that's what we need to do. We need to just keep keep pushing and keep pushing. Owen Clausen following the first qualifier win on Canadian soil, but he wasn't the only star of the show. Phil Scrub played well for the Red and White. 
Here's his comments after the game. Yeah, it feels feels really good. Like it's a it's a pretty important game for us, and uh, I think we the guys kind of sacrificed a lot to be here, but it, it's also an honor to play for your country and, and play in front of your home fans. So it's a good win. And uh, you mentioned sacrifice. Give me an example of that. What what was the sacrifices? Uh, I mean, guys like like Mark Treslini is coming over from Japan. It's a I mean a 16-hour time difference to be here for for a week of, of basketball. So um, guys coming from from a long way out to to be here and. Um, I think that means a lot. And Phil, you're one of uh, four U Sports alumni guys on, on this squad, uh, three of you from Carleton. Uh, what can you say about the, the growth and development of U Sports and that allows you guys to get this recognition at the national level? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think for a while uh, I've said that it, it's a pretty high level of basketball and we've, we've got a lot of guys going and, and playing professional. And uh, with the new rules, I think especially it gives a few more guys some opportunities to come and play for the national team. and. Um, I mean, I think it's, it keeps getting better, and uh, hopefully it keeps growing. Is it a cool opportunity for you to take the court with your brother and obviously uh, under coach Dave Smart as well? Definitely. I mean, uh, I haven't seen either of them in a long time, and it's especially tough during the year to find time to, to see them. And uh, I always like playing for Dave and, and playing with Tommy, so it's, it's a good experience. And that was Phil Scrub. And uh, last but certainly not least, Brady Heslop led the team in scoring and was killing it from three. Here's part of the press conference from after the game. Ladies and gentlemen, my pleasure to introduce to you the uh, head coach of Team Canada, Roy Rana, and Brady Heslip, who threw in 22 tonight. Brady, you were hot as a firecracker in the uh, probably the first 10 minutes. You threw in what four threes, I think, in the first uh, in the first quarter, uh, and it seemed to get Canada on fire. It got the crowd into it uh, behind you. How much did that mean? How much did the crowd? mean to you guys? Um, I, I think everybody was just really excited to play, you know, in, in Canada. And once we started, you know, warming up and seeing that all the seats were full, everybody was, you know, really ready to go. So it, it didn't matter who made the shots. But, you know, once we once we started feeling good, we knew we were going to go on a big run and just handle business the way we, we knew we should. Uh, I guess I'll ask Brady, but you guys play uh, in less than 72 hours in Dominican against the Dominican Republic. Uh, what kind of things does your team need to do to get ready for that game? Obviously, there's travel, but, but what do you think the next 72 hours will hold for you guys? Uh, we just need to you know, enjoy this for another hour and then refocus and know that we're playing a totally different team when we go there. Uh, all the guys on our team are professionals. They've played, you know, we've played in tournaments with Canada where we have games for four days in a row. So, um, you know, we'll be motivated and we'll be ready to go. We just need to get down there and then focus and learn about them and then play the game. I don't know what to expect, but, um, yeah, I've, you know, our, a lot of, our team has a lot of experience playing pro level. A lot of guys have played before, um, you know, including a a good amount of them played in Argentina, and that was very hostile. So, if anything, that was great experience for now when these games really matter for us. And you, there's been a kind of a constant, uh, continuous momentum right now with Canada basketball. Uh, the this summer, the U19 team winning gold and beating the Americans. Um, what kind of, uh, how does that, does that factor in at all when you're playing? Do you think about that kind of momentum? I think I think uh, you know playing for the senior team for a little while now is just like it's just up to us now. We really need to win at the highest level. Uh, there's no more excuses. There's no more you know we need to get all the guys. We just need to win, and that's we took the first step in doing that tonight. So now we're just gonna keep going. All we have is you know what's in front of us. So 
we have another chance on Monday to get another win and put ourselves in a good spot. So there you have it. As Brady Heslip said, it's on the men's team to qualify and make the Olympics. And that journey has begun. I'll make sure to provide some content on that as the qualifiers progress. If you liked what you heard, please give it a review and a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. It's a free podcast, so consider that your kind payment for me for the work I do. I mean, it's work, but it's still pretty fun. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter at Canada's Court. And if you want to send me an email, you can do so at Canada's Court Podcast at gmail.com. That's all for this episode of Canada's Court. Thanks for listening.